everyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Cult and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Greetings, listeners here and there and everywhere all across the land. This is the Mentor Stuff Podcast. I am one of your hosts, DJ Culp, as always, here with my beloved brother-in-law, Brad Coleman. Hey, Brad. Hey, how's it going, DJ? I was just wondering, if I ever miss an episode, are you going to change your introduction? You be like yes. as almost as as almost, as almost always. always. <laughs> Brad is not here. <laughs> I don't even want to. Some serious dude. I don't even want to know how bad that episode would be if I'm just talking to. You'd have nobody. to do both parts, right? Yeah. Like when, <laughs> so, you know, we're like, hey, what, what would you say that? Right. You know, well, you know, I think. Now I want you to like, do it. Now I'm like, yeah. Like ego and alter ego. I'm checking out. See you later. <laughs> yeah, right. Can't wait to see how this episode works out. <laughs> so I don't remember how many weeks ago it was, but um, it was the week. It was the week where uh, it was the week where I forgot to pick up Noah from school. Oh, yeah. You remember that? And I had to I had to rush out, and so I had to record for the show. I had to record an intro. It took me like. 45 minutes to actually say what I wanted to say because I'm sitting here thinking I'm not talking to anybody. This is just, I'm staring at a computer screen and the computer screen essentially is looking at me like, you know, you're a moron, right? You know? Just call me. She'd be like, Hey, I just, uh, just, just FaceTime. I didn't just, think about that. Like you don't even have to, just don't even say anything, Brad. I'm just going to sit you right here. Yeah, that's right. Just, just look listen. at me while I talk. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's really funny. I should have. <laughs> um. So, so Brad, last show we talked about, um, you know, conversing with skeptics or cynics. Um, <laughs> skinics. but uh, skinics. Septics. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I guess yeah. it could be septics. Mm. That has a whole different connotation to it. Yeah, sometimes yeah, right. you need to like, <laughs> just get that pumped. <laughs> yeah. So um, today, uh, it's about how the gospel stays the stays the same even when culture changes. Hmm. Um, you know, and as as you and I were just talking, I I really want to. I think for me, I'm far more interested. Um, Maybe it's because of my profession, but I'm far more interested in really looking at, like, not trying to, I don't want to try to answer this question because it's clearly a sociological one, but how on earth culture allows itself to change in such drastic ways. Mm. Granted, it's itty bitty, right? You know, very rarely, I mean, there's there's just like a, you know, a political takeover or something, but I mean, just... Where we were 50 years ago, 50 years ago, where they were 50 years ago, mm-hmm. 50 years about, before, you know just, what I mean? Yeah, but just think about how much we've changed since 2020. We're four years out. And like, I how mean, many you're not wrong, have, dude. Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, I, I don't want to be complaining or anything, but sometimes I realize I need something at like 2 a.m. And the Walmarts are closed. Yeah. And I'm like, but no, 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 we had a deal. Anytime. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Except for, except for a small window on Christmas. Like, <laughs> That's right. We had a deal. That this I is need an unofficial contractual or relationship. <laughs> or, you know, Oreos or whatever. You have my back. Yeah, dude. It was like, nope. See, see, COVID also anymore. changed this too, because the Walmart employees that have that have the vests that say, How may I help you? They can't. And by they, they can't, they anymore. literally cannot they got, help you. No, yeah. I think they got rid of those a long time ago. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Well, the ones here in Milan still yeah. say, How can I help you? Oh, because and so, the, yes. Well, the ones <laughs> in Milan are probably still from the 90s. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the true. Best. Like, but like just... the last time, the last time I asked somebody, so I'm curious, do you guys have this? Here's what happened. He said, Hmm. And then led me to where he thought it was and then stood and just looked around. And I was like, dude, I can do this. I don't need your help. <laughs> like if this is how if this is how you're helping me, this is what I was doing before I decided to ask you. I don't need your help. No, um, I am man. I'm um I'm really fascinated. I call it uh when like when I teach um music history, if I'm if I'm mm -hmm. in conversations, you know, with students about um about you know the different themes of of uh, musical purposes and you know the artistic nature of the human expression all that kind of stuff yeah i mean right. i, I always every day yeah right yeah, right. yeah. conversations that i'm in often <laughs> yeah <laughs> one of the things that that i i always say is that you know when the pendulum swings mm -hmm. and i think i'm just like brad i'm i'm really amazed at where our nation is mm -hmm. specifically and how the, uh, <laughs> ge the geographic location of it <laughs> but um no i'm i'm i am i'm interested in in how our society by and large swings the pendulum whatever the pendulum is it can be on sexuality it can be on religion it can be on um on the economic state of it right um but just the the pendulum that swings and then how the gospel is just, it's just solid. It's concrete. Doesn't, it doesn't change. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want to talk about today. Um, so let me, let's, let's start, let's start with, with, with something I think that will be, I think kind of easy to talk about, but I've got a question here, Brad, what does the gospel say that culture has liked or has agreed with in the past? Hmm. And I think maybe I should say, rather than just culture in general, because I think that really is an unfair, unfair word. What yeah, has our one? country? Yeah, yeah. Which culture? What what has our country liked or agreed with about the gospel in the past, in your in, like in your experience or in your recollection? Well, I mean, I think that we we definitely and and you know, I'm always like, we got to be careful because a lot of times I. I'm telling people like, look, we, we tend to have rose colored glasses toward the, the by and by, you know, I was told by, uh, well, by Jeff Willem at one point, you know, cause they were talking about some people were talking to me about a former youth pastor when I was youth pastor. And he was mm -hmm. like, what you have to realize is the longer someone is gone, the better they look and better their memory is to a lot of people. Hmm. So 
they had some of the same, you know, they had some of the same problems with some of those people that they had with you or, or. Oh whatever. yeah. Got it. Um, but man, they were, once they're gone, just, they, you know, they were great and they used to do this and all that. You so, don't know how good something but, is until it's gone. Yeah. I'm with you. Sure. And we, right. And we, we, sometimes we look back though and we go, Oh, like if, you know, if we could just go back to here or here. So I, I, I want to say all that before I say this. Okay. <laughs> Let's not be guilty of the same thing. <laughs> um, but, but I but I do definitely think you know that you can argue that our country used to at least acknowledge more their need for God, right? Mm-hmm. That, that we need God. I think I know where you're going with this. You know, there is a God, and 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 we need Him. And you know, fast forward now, I think there's more and more people that one want to just either completely dismiss. God mm-hmm. at all, you know, even the idea of God. Um, but certainly the fact that they need him. Like, because mm-hmm. I think, you know, we're, we've been in, and I think this even probably in, uh, has been true of our generation and, and the generation that raised us, DJ, is, is like, we don't need nobody. And I don't need no help. Yeah. Kind of, you know, so, uh, and some of that's humanity, just, you know, that's, period because i think one of the hard things of the gospel is that we have to admit that we need the gospel <laughs> you know, we, no we yeah, need saving right. yeah. like to, to be saved like, wait a step minute, number we, one we, denial we need, yeah right yeah. <laughs> hi my name is dj i'm yeah. broken yeah, <laughs> hi <right>. dj <laughs> those are difficult but so i yeah. but i think you know for me that's one of the things is is i, th- I think if you were to ask you know 30 40 years ago even 20 years ago you know, looking at, do you, do you need God? Do you believe in God? Do you need God? I think more people probably would have said, oh, yeah. Of course, now, uh, my I may be skewed because I grew up in the, you know, what I would consider still part of the Bible Belt in yeah. Eastern Kentucky. I was actually versus, sitting here thinking the opposite, right? Yeah, versus going like to somewhere like, like Northwest Ohio where we served and very different. Yeah. You know, very yeah, different. Yeah, you know. The thermostat I, I, there. When when I was growing up near Chicago, and this is one of the things that that Southerners I don't think deal well very well with. Um, they don't deal well with. I is, take offense to that. I don't even know what it is yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bless your heart. And I'm a Northerner, so I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I uh, I don't think that that the South deals very well with the North. And when I say the North, my experience with the North, I mean, I've never, I've never visited Pennsylvania or upstate New York, you know, I've, Mm. um, I've never been to Vermont. I've never been to North Dakota. So my experience is like the Michigan, Chicago, you know, the Midwest, um, Midwest area, Mm. um, but still metropolitan, but I don't think the, the, that the South deals very well with just the upfrontness, just the blatant honesty, Mm. um, and and I mean, when I say blatant honesty, I have a reputation here at Union. I love it that like Dr. Colt says it. <laughs> if you don't if you want to feel good about yourself on any case, you may not want to go talk to him. You know, <laughs> like you're not going to sugarcoat it with the bless your heart. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. No way. No way. But here's the thing. Like um, it is. It's interesting that that you kind of mention mention it that way. Um 
when you're right that when we were growing up, it almost seemed like the country, our country was willing, more willing anyways, mm-hmm. to um, God bless America this, I'm praying for you that, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were more, the, the country as a no. whole was more open to speaking the yeah. word of God, speaking the name of God. But it's almost like I re- looking back on my experience in, in the late eighties, early nineties, mm-hmm. that our country was also by and large, incredibly lukewarm. And well, now and that's actually exactly what I was going to say. It was like, so we were, but it was shallow. Yeah. yeah but and we were then, sure shallow. What happens yeah. with the next generation? Cause we, you know, you get to a point where you, you get those figuring out skills and you go, well, you don't really believe this at all. That's exactly but right. Or if, you, or if you, or if you do, you, 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 yeah, right. yeah, you're not following through with anything and you don't care about it. Yeah. And I would be willing to say that now our country is far more, it seems like it's more volatile, mm. yeah. but but the people, but the people that are thirsty for this for for scripture, even in the South, are so thirsty for it, and they they want to know. Um, and, yeah. and and one of the things one of the things that I think is cool, and I experienced this, Brad, um, gets me excited. You know, teaching teaching college, is that the students, even even at, even at a Christian university, students are thirsty for truth. Yep. they want to know. And they want to they want to know like what's the evidence of this? And by evidence, not can you show me a Bible verse? Granted, that's true, but like what about what about your life has illuminated this? Mm-hmm. You say like as you were mentioning, you know, like but when we were growing up, people people are talking all the smack, but as you mentioned, like you're not even following through with it. One of the things that excites me, DJ, when I think about it, it really excites me, is that. The darker it gets, right, the more prevalent you can see even the dimmest of light. That's right. I mean, you you can be, you know, a day and a half old glow stick, but if it's pitch dark. Yeah. Man, man, there's some illumination. So I'm going to say something that you might, Brad, you might think controversial, and certainly some of our listeners might think controversial, but... I can't punch I would you be in the willing, face. So. No, you can't punch me on the face. So I, I can say bless your I heart, though. <laughs> I can bless your heart all day long. Um, I actually think, I think God makes it very clear mm. in 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 His Scripture. I think God makes it clear that He prefers it this way and not the other way. Um, Revelation three sixteen says, "So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth." Um, now again, I, I may be, I may be, I may be extrapolating too much there, but I don't see, I don't see God, like God, the father, I don't see his character enjoying it's probably, it's probably way too shallow of a word, but I'll use it. Hmm. I don't see him, his character enjoying a, a Christian that is literally just kind of so-so as yeah and this actually goes back to what to our to our our episode from last week you know that if you if you're sharing jesus and it's coming across as flat Mm -hmm. and it's almost like it's just something else to do as you mentioned do you know him Mm -hmm. because the jesus the jesus that 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 i serve the jesus that i worship the jesus that saved my life that dude is awesome yeah 
Um, so anyways, yeah. So it's interesting. We kind of skewed there, but what, what does the gospel say that the culture has liked or agreed in the past? I would say that in the past that, um, I don't know, man, that, that I would say that, that religion or that God or, or that Christianity, I'm trying to figure out like what, what's the, the good word to insert there that our culture might use. But um, that that God is loving and shoot, I mean, for me and you, maybe our generation, maybe even like God wants the absolute best for you, you know, like mm-hmm. almost um, almost like prosperity gospel, like mm-hmm. flirting with it. Maybe that might that 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 would probably be just just thinking about it real quick. That might be something that I would say. Well, I think God does want the, the absolute best wanted. for us. I just think his definition of the absolute best for us and our definition of what's best yeah. for us doesn't doesn't usually line up quite here, here. So, yeah, Isaiah 55, what is it? Isaiah 55, 8, right? My thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. Yeah. So, well, let, let me ask you another question or answer mm-hmm. another question that you haven't asked. <laughs> All right. What, the same question, but with the culture today, what part yeah. of the gospel are they more accepting of? And and I would say this, um, most people that I know are going to own, and I think we've talked about this a little bit on the air before, that that this stuff's messed up. It's broken. Yeah. You know, like, Hey, it's broken. This world's broken. These systems are broken. I would agree. And I would, I would agree even down to the individual. I think, I think people and in specifically, again, we're just thinking about, Mm -hmm. just thinking about this topic, just from the frame of mind of, of our country of America. And if, and, and listeners, if you guys are international, first of all, welcome to the show. We are so thrilled that you guys are tuning in. Um, but Brad and I can't necessarily speak to, to the culture that, you know, that you live in, if you're in France or in England I mean, could, or but in Africa. Very poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not going there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but, um, I have been for to America. France, definitely. Though, so. I see. I haven't even traveled yeah. abroad. So there's some awesome bread. Um, I want to tell you. I have heard. Yeah. It's a great bread. But no, I, Brad, I actually think that in, a, in, in, in American culture that even the non-Christians maybe even the ones that that are completely cynical and maybe even militant of of a christian worldview would agree that it is impossible to mm-hmm. to to do things perfectly mm-hmm. it is impossible like i i think i i am with you on that one i think that even they would well, say we're flawed well and he, hear me on this all right cuz what's what's the one of the big things and it has been in our lifetime uh climate change global warming Mm-hmm. Right, so you, somebody brings up that, mm-hmm. yeah. So going, what? So what you're saying is, is our weather, our world is broken, yeah. And what yeah, you're saying absolutely. is, wait, wait. And what you're saying is, it's our fault from the things that we, the choices we have made. Absolutely, yes. That's correct. Like, and that is fantastic that you would say that because that's exactly what God says. Yeah, it's no, it's exactly right. Yes. We were we were in perfection and we because of our choices, because of our sin, we yeah. messed it all up. Yeah. Now, the solution that they've got is is not the same solution. So that's where we're going to differ. But again, I think there there's a beautiful opportunity into the gospel because yeah. we're on, here here's our same page. We're both going to agree it's broken. Mhm. Yeah, that's right. But Jesus is my answer. So 
on I guess on that note, I think that would actually I think that'd be a good way to spring us into this just this next question was the whether or not which is, yeah, <laughs> which is uh the exact opposite. Like what does the gospel say that our culture has never liked? And I I I I think the easy the easy one is is that that sin is a thing. Yeah. Um and that sin that sin is a black and white category. And, and we are accountable to and God. And we're accountable. Yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That we're held accountable to it. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that's hard. I, here's what I think is hard for people. I think even in the church, mm-hmm. I think we even resist like on some level as, as followers of Christ our, our flesh does as, you know, as Jesus said, the, 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 the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Right? Yeah, and that is the lordship of Christ, because even if we can get to the place where we acknowledge we're broken, right? Even when we get to the place where it's like I need a savior, right? I need the lifeguard because I'm drowning. Yeah. Now you've got me back to the beach. I don't need you no more, yeah. right? Or or I want you to stay around while I'm swimming. That's right. But don't but don't tell me not to go here or there. Like yeah. you just yeah. save yeah. me when I need saving. Right. When the Lordship of Christ, which is, again, a big part of the gospel is my life and now belongs to, to Christ. So so he is the Lord of my life. I answer to him, his will, his way. And I think we struggle with that because because I will be Lord of my life. Right. And I struggle with that. And I love Jesus. I'm a pastor. Yep. But you know, if I'm honest, am I? <laughs> no, no, I won't be Lord of my life. Yeah, it's exactly right. No. And you know, and Luke 9, 23. Luke 9, 23 says, then he said to them all, Jesus, Jesus speaking here, if anyone wants to come with me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. Just like you were saying, the lifeguard, mm-hmm. lifeguard's supposed to stay perched up on the seat. Yeah. So when I leave to go to the beach, adios. Yeah. As you mentioned, I don't need you anymore. Trust me. Yeah. I, I got here on my own. I yeah. can get home. I got to stop and do some shopping. Whatever the case is, the lifeguard I mean, like, I'm gonna yeah. call. I'm gonna dial nine one one if the lifeguard keeps following me. Like right. this, this dude's a, a well, creeper, yeah. right? But, but, right. but you know, you're exactly out like that right. too. Like, yeah, yeah. Like nine one one. Like you, like. I think sometimes right. that's why we get mad at him when he doesn't answer and respond the way we want him to. Mm-hmm. Right. And again, I've been guilty of it too, where it's just like you know, one of the things I've told the kids is you know, that, well, God didn't answer this prayer. I said, well, God's not a genie that, answer, that grants wishes. You know, he's right. a good father. He gives good things to his children. So just like right. just like me, who tries to be a good father, uh, sometimes the answer is no. Right. So he 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 does sometimes answer us, uh, yeah. but he doesn't always answer us in the affirmative. Like, yeah. And 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 I don't know how this how this plays out. Mm-hmm. And and I like hindsight's 2020. There's a big, big part of me, Brad, big part of me that is convinced that will, if we'll, I'm not going to say never, but I want to say never, um, that we'll almost never know what periods, seasons of our life God is putting us through Mm -hmm. as ways to discipline us. And when I, and, and I think this is another thing, I think this is another thing about, about, um, the gospel that our culture doesn't like, you know, you, you mentioned, you mentioned a couple, couple shows ago that you, you heard a phrase, God is love, but he has justice. Um, he has wrath. Yeah. Yeah. Or he has wrath. Yeah. 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 Um, but when, you know, I, I wouldn't have been able to really speak to this 
before I had kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so listeners, if you know, if you don't have children, if you don't have, yeah, you know where I'm going here, but, 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 you know, listeners, if, if, if you don't have kids, then, um, you know, just think about to think about the scenarios where you were disciplined as a child mm-hmm. and, um, you know, think about it, think about maybe the frame of mind of, I had that coming, or I'm glad that that happened because I learned my lesson, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm almost convinced or I'm almost, I'm convinced that almost never, there we go. Will we, will we know? about the seasons of life that God put us through for purposes of discipline. So, I, I I know that they're there. Yeah. Um, so I want to make a big distinction though, because I can agree with you mm-hmm. with a caveat. All right. right. There's a difference between discipline and punishment. That's fair. Yeah. Because there's things that I'm teaching my kids that they don't know I'm teaching them. Right. I'm disciplining them. I'm having mm, okay. things. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But if it's punishment, then it's ineffective if I don't know why. If I don't yeah, know right, why. right, 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 right. Yeah. Like, like if you come up to me, if if my mom showed up again, it's long, and just said you're grounded. Why? Because right. you're grounded. Well, the purpose of me being grounded, right, is so that that it is discipline, but it's punishment. Mm-hmm. Right. So it can be both. But the purpose of that is so that I know don't do that again. Yeah. Right. right. So that I know that there's a consequence to doing that. If I don't know, you know, and that's why with with dogs and with toddlers, Mm -hmm. your 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 discipline slash punishment needs to be fairly instantaneous Mm -hmm. because otherwise they don't know what's going on. You, know, you can't set me in timeout 10 minutes later because you're going to already forget why, what, what happened. Yeah. Right. What is it? Yeah. You know, your dog has no idea. They've been gone on. Your toddler has no idea. They've been gone on. Now the toddler may be able to understand a little more like, Hey, you see this mess right here. Yeah. But I, and I run that with the dog. Sometimes I'm fussing at the dog and, and I see it on their face. They're like, I know I'm in trouble. Right. Yeah. I'm not really sure what it yeah. is. And and coming coming back to the part of the gospel that culture mm-hmm. that our culture has never liked. And I would I, I don't think I think that transcends culture. This right here is humanity. Nobody yeah. likes nobody likes being punished. Nobody likes being right. disciplined from God mm-hmm. the Father. Um <laughs> go read Hosea. So mm-hmm. um I I would definitely say that our culture I think intellectually, as a culture, my experience is that we rail against mm-hmm. the fact that God, if he in fact is love, would not put us through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what mm-hmm. I have what I have particularly found is I think a flaw in that thinking and and really um, a flaw in that thinking appears in parenting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, I'm sure you're aware of it too, Brad. That that in our in our in the world of psychology right right now, mm-hmm. I mean, everything is positive reinforcement, mm-hmm. and you know, people people will live better lives mm-hmm. when they don't experience negative situations. And I mean, I can't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. But the problem mm-hmm. is that we. The, but here's the thing: the problem with that is that 
is like when we do something wrong, there needs to be negative reinforcement. There needs to be, as you were mentioning, there needs to be something that that is that that has a corrective nature. And when we go through that, like we're gonna we're gonna if if in fact our faith is 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 uh, is thin, if if pride if we want to put our pride before our faith, if our faith is not well grounded, we will see those moments. I've, I've had them. We will see those moments and we'll do what is essentially flipping God, the bird and say, look, dude, I don't need this. I, I can so, hand, I can handle the situation. So here's the other side of that though, that I think that needs to be brought because I run mm -hmm. into a lot of people though, again, as a pastor. Yeah. And I've heard this question echoed a lot right? Or in one form or another. Is God mad at me? Is God punishing me because I'm going through this heart because I got cancer or because my, yeah, yeah, my child's right. sick or my, my family died is, is, is God punishing me? And, and so, and my response usually to that is, is God is a good father, right? So, so if he's punishing you, do you know, because if I punish my children yeah, and they don't know why now, Hey, again, even as a toddler, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, we had some people and there's some people maybe listen to this that, that don't like this. Even as a toddler with Carrie Beth, you know, we'd, we'd smack her hand when she did something. We're not injuring her, but it hurt. Right. Now, we did have one friend in college who, who from college rather, who, who saw, you know, that. And later, as she saw how Carrie Beth was, was listening to us months later, she said, you know, when I first saw you do that and say no and smack her hand, like I was just like, wow. She said, I didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. But now seeing how all you have to do is say no. And she stops and she reacts, yeah, right. you know, in a positive and how much, you know, how well she behaves compared to other kids at her age. She's yeah. like, she's like, you've got me convinced a little more. Right. That, And I didn't, I'm not. We were smack. It hurt me. It hurt me every time I had to smack her little hand. Yeah. Like, I don't want to smack her hand. And I will tell you, DJ, I, there's a lot of times that I went, because we did spank our kids. We, we tend to not so much now because they're, they're, they're to a point where other disciplines actually work better. Right. Uh, oh, yep. no, no PlayStation, no phone, no TV. You know, yeah, please just right. spank me. Right. You yeah, know, just, yeah. no, just <laughs> get it over with. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> not getting out no, no, easy. no. Yeah. Um, but you know, there, there were times when I was, you know, I was afraid. I, I used to, before I go in the room to spank them, I go to the bathroom and smack my own leg. This is like smack my own. Okay. This yeah. is, this is the pressure. You know, I'm effective, but not, but not over, you know, it's, right. it's, it's gotta work because I'm, I'm not there to try to injure my kids. I love them. Yeah, right. But I'm trying to make sure. Now, one of the things I do like with psychology, and again, I think you can make this argument a lot of times in the way God does things. It's called natural consequences. Mm. That, that that discipline and that or that punishment or whatever comes through natural consequences, which means like, okay, you did this, and so this is what happened. Yeah. See, so I'm not a lot about saving that. you from yep. your consequence. Because right. that's where, too, sometimes I think we mess up as parents is we try to rush in every time and we want to save our kids from the consequence. And what do they learn? That they don't we learn do anything. that. There are no consequences. Right. I can do right. whatever because daddy's going to save me. 
So sometimes right. they, they've got to, they've got to deal with that. You know, okay, you didn't do this, so you can't do that. Or you did that, do this, and that's why you got to do that. And I think that's where that's where your genie comment comes into play. Yeah. So, um, I think I think it's too, I think it's too broad, of of a thought. I mean, let me let me say this first. God can and will do anything He wants because He's God. Yeah. Having said that. Um, and God is love. I do need like, mm-hmm. like, like, let's just try to dispel yeah. all the, all the arguments, but I think it's too broad of a thought to think that the way that, the way that I pray, if, and I'll, I'll use a, I'll use a, a true example here, the way <laughs> that I pray for my in-laws, mm-hmm. um, when, when I think about, um, you know, when I think about Shira's brother when he passed Mm. the way that I prayed for for them during during those during those days versus you know dear God help my help my wife's tire to not pop because there's a nail stuck in it you know what I mean like the whole you know the whole the whole the whole genie the whole so I was in a training so I was in a training a few weeks ago and (laughs) and what the guy said is appropriate what you just said I love it he said you know sometimes I'm praying like God don't let two plus two equal four (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sorry. And he's like, like God, that's going to it happen. Will. <laughs> it will every time. It will. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, you know, what consequences, God, are are you going to get me out of? How much do you actually love me? I'm sorry. Culture doesn't like the fact that the natural progression of decisions. I mean, I'm not going to say God won't intervene, but for the most part, he yeah. doesn't, you know, um, He's, I'm not going like, to. I don't mean to gracious sound... and merciful. He's gracious yes. and merciful. Thus, yeah. he did intervene. Jesus paid the price for there our sins, so yeah. that we could not go to hell. Right. So we would have the opportunity to follow God and live back in healthy, good relationship with God, be restored in that relationship, and then we could live eternally in God's presence. Worshiping God, enjoying God, because heaven's right. not going to be boring. Well, what are we going to be doing? I, you know what? We get little pictures, but you know what? God says it's so good, you you can't even comprehend how good it is. Right. Yeah. And it's like, look, I can think of some pretty good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to take God for His word. I don't know. Yeah. Is it going to be fishing? I don't know. But if 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 there is, it's going to be awesome. There is coffee that you and I have yet to taste. And it probably didn't come from the guts of some <laughs> no, he probably didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. Like this is the best. I mean, this is the best coffee we've got. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Are you How sure? broken is our world? No, How broken sure? is our world? Yeah. Um. Well, but, how would how would you say, Brad, that at least in in our lifetime? How have you seen culture, again, American culture, try to change the gospel? Hmm. And, but, I, and I think I think, okay, for, for the sake of for the sake of our conversation, but definitely for the sake of the listeners as well, um, I, I think that we need to to delineate between the gospel and scripture because hmm. the gospel message versus like every word in the Bible, 
those those can lead to a billion different conversations. Right. 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 What, again, and the scripture is is pointing to the gospel. I right. Mean, yes. But right. But the, but the scripture itself is not the gospel. The gospel is right. found in the scripture. In scripture, correct. Right. Yeah. So right. So the, and again, the gospel is the good news of Jesus that, that God came down. He became man. He hundred percent right. God, hundred percent man, born of a virgin, lives a perfect life, dies for our sins. Is raised again on the third day, victorious. Uh, you know, and through faith in Him, we get forgiveness of sins. We get sonship. We get spirit made alive. I mean, I guess that's the gospel in thirty seconds, right there. Yeah, right. So that's what we mean when we're talking about the gospel, right? How we get, how are we broken? How are we saved? <laughs> yeah, right. So, how has it changed? Well, so here's the thing: the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. And I think when you right. look back, you know, the things just tend to cycle. We go through cycle. Gnosticism and and you know, all these heresies, like they, they they just they just cycle. But I think one of the ones that we've embraced more, I think, in our American culture, and one that I find that I have to address more, uh, being a youth pastor and a pastor, is pluralism. You know, pluralism. Like you have your God. Like you have Jesus. It's good, cool. You have yeah, Jesus. as long right. as your Jesus yeah. doesn't yeah, say yeah, he's yeah. the only way. Right. As long as your Jesus doesn't assert, you know, because he's your way, or or mm. or this. Well, that's what you believe. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna believe what I believe, and you believe what you believe. So at the core of that, that's fine. But the problem is, what you want me to agree is that your way is an acceptable way too, and I can't do that. Yeah. Jesus says, no, I am the way, you know, I'm the, I'm the gate to the sheep. Anybody that tries to come up any other way will be cast out as a thief and a robber. Uh, so he is the way, no other way. That's what I start. You know, people are like, well, that's what you believe. It is what I believe. And it's also what God says. It's the truth. Yeah. Right. They want me to, you know, we want to be like, okay, but that's your truth. No, it's the truth. So it is absolute the truth. truth. Yeah. I think pluralism yeah. and absolute yeah. truth. If you want me but, to open the box of what what I think what I what I would like for truth to be, yeah. That if I I assure you that what I would like for truth to be is not going to end up being scripture. You know, like but as you were saying, you know, like I want to be lord over my own life. Trust me. <laughs> what I want things I am I don't need I don't need to 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 uh decide what truth is. Trust me. Yeah. It's not going to be beneficial to anybody. Yeah, and so I think but I mean that and just the the people who, who are like, well, there is no absolute truth. Yeah, and, and, that is an absolute truth. Yeah, right. This is great. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the Siths don't believe in you know, only Siths believe in absolute. Isn't that absolute? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't. That. I don't even think that. I don't think it's possible to be ironic. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just. I think that you know. I remember having that conversation with a teenager, though, in youth group. And they were like, well, you know, where's your proof there's absolute truth? And I <laughs> pulled a pen out of my pocket and I dropped it on the floor. And I said, and I picked it up and I dropped it again. I said, you know what the crazy thing is? Like within the Earth's atmosphere, every time I do this, unless there's some kind of other thing, gravity pulls this pen, you know, or like what we call gravity, the way we understand it. Like this pen That's is right. going to go down. <laughs> I mean, I see her do it all day. Yeah, right. At, at least in my experience. It never goes up. <laughs> it never goes up. It's going to go down. Yeah. So, so I'm going to call that an absolute truth. So philosophically, you know, you if there's one, there could be more. Yeah, well, what about in space? Yeah, okay. That's, 
now we've got a different parameter, but yeah. that doesn't change that that's an absolute truth here. You know, four plus two plus two equals four in a base 10 system, period. Right. You know, now you want to get a base two system, four doesn't even exist. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I didn't know that kind of math existed. So thank that's you for binary. that. Binary. I appreciate that. Zero, yeah. one, zero, one, zero, one, zero, one, zero, one. Zero, oh, got it. Two. Yeah. 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 Base really two. Okay. A, well, the, ironically, in a base two system, two doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have two numbers, but two is not one of them. <laughs> is, anybody, is everybody still here? Yeah, right. <laughs> brain just explode. <laughs> yeah, like, like I didn't sign up for this. Go back to theology. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> listeners, if you're still listening to the show, we thank you very much for, <laughs> for not bailing on us. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would definitely say that that the pluralism. Um, you know the 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 fact that the fact that humanity the humanity in us as individuals and the and the humanity of us as collectives um would would agree that or not would agree but strives to find other ways to basically get to heaven um and but and i like i it's it's it goes against yes it goes against the the religion itself but I, I heard it said here recently that in in every other single religion that exists on the planet hmm. only Christianity is the story where God comes comes to 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 us God becomes one of us God hmm. God pursues us on an individual level and does not enjoy the chasm between humanity and, and the eternal, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and well, for think, me, yeah. for me, like, so if it were only that, if that's mm -hmm. only where it was, I, to be quite honest, I mean, I, I would need as much proof, proof of that as there, as mm -hmm. Zeus ever existed. But the thing is that the thing is that, like the history, the historical nature, the historical truth of of Jesus, the eyewitness accounts. I mean, there is absolutely no way that any of that is is conspiracy. So if all of that's true, then there's got to be something that there's got to be something that's true about everything else about that, you know. Right. Well, and like Josephus, I mean, Josephus is not a believer in Christ. He's a Jewish historian. Right. But yeah. Yep. He writes on this, you know, Jesus and, and talks yeah. about uh, this. Right. So uh, there's more historical evidence from what I've told. Again, I haven't sat there and looked at it in a room or a file or whatever. But what I've what I've read and what I tend to believe from the sources I've read is there's more evidence that Jesus was a man who existed than there than there is for Alexander the Great. Mm hmm. And, yeah. and there's certainly more documents. There's more manuscripts of the Bible. I mean, than, than any other book. So right. through through so through the ages, we have we've gone. Hey, this is important, right? You know, hold on to it. More more important. I mean, it's just yeah. It's, and it's and almost I, ridiculous I how much sometimes that there is. And 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 I think here's the thing where. And I know that we have to. I know we have to at least mention it. I don't think that we need. Like, I mean, we're running out of time, but 
we we certainly can't get into it now, but I think we have to mention it that if if that center idea is true, there are two things that I want to say. Number one, does that make the rest of scripture true? Mm-hmm. And number two, I fully believe, and I'm speaking to myself before I before I am anybody else. I fully believe that there are going to be tons of people that we see in heaven mm-hmm. that we would have pegged not going. I see us, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> you know, C.S. Um, Lewis's quote is saying, when I get to heaven, I think we'll be surprised by three things. Mm-hmm. One, the people who aren't there. Mm-hmm. Two, the people that are there. Yeah. And three, the fact that I made it. The fact that I made it. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, um, we're, you know, I always feel like when I say that, and again, quoting from C.S. Lewis, I feel like I, I got to say, because sometimes there's people in this like, oh, yeah, I hope I do. No, 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 no. Like, and from what I've read from C.S. Lewis, I think he's just making a point. Um, yeah. That, like, because of Jesus, I'm confident and we That's should right. be confident. It's not going to be like, oh, wow. Oh, thank God I made it. We, we need that, that confident hope. Uh, that that this this is a surety that we're going to yeah. heaven, um, but I do think it's a good illustration because because I think right because because the gospel you have to receive the gospel you have to receive Jesus it's about Him. They are people that Jesus describes who will say, "We prophesied in Your name, we yep. cast out demons in Your name." You um, cried, Lord, Lord. Yeah, yeah. And so and and here's so here's a sobering thing for me. What do you mean prophesy? Well, to me, what is prophecy now is well, what it's always been, right? Is when when God speaks through men, thus saith the Lord, right? Now, sometimes that's here's the message, and sometimes it's here's the message, and then you'll find out later that because we're alluding like this is going to happen, you know, this yeah. is a prophecy. But I think we 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 downsize it into just that definition, like prophecy is this, is the future telling, right? Um, and I would also argue that a lot of times the prophets who were even telling the stuff in the future is they didn't know what it what it was, or they can always interpret sure. it. This is, God, this is God's word. So, so I would say that prophecy today is preaching. It's when okay. we are telling the word of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I preached in your name. You know, oh yeah, I was yeah. in the yeah, pulpit. Yeah, yeah. I was in the pulpit. <laughs> I stood. I stood on that sidewalk corner and yelled at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> in your name, and he says, "I don't know you. I never knew you." So, one of the things, listeners, that I I would encourage you to do that that if you're new to the show, go back and listen to our to our episodes. Brad and I, we love talking to each other. This is such a blessing, really, for me and him. Um, but one of the things that I would strongly encourage you to do that Brad and I encourage ourselves to do, encourage each other to do, encourage other people that we talk to, um, work out your own faith, not by putting yourself in God's position, but by, mm. but work out your own faith and, and like seek the scriptures out. What, seek, do, right. what do the seek, scriptures seek, seek truth, right? Seek, seek truth. The seek, truth. Yes. The truth. That's right. Uh, yeah. Right. It, but yeah, yeah, like don't take my word for it. Take no. his word for it. Right. But because I'm testifying to him. That's right. Not me. Yeah, I didn't save me. Yeah, it's it's Jesus. Me. It's Jesus that saves. It's a Jesus that saves. Yeah. We'll have a show. Don't worry. We'll have a show. Actually, we'll have many shows in the future that that will tackle will tackle works because mm-hmm. 
We talk about well, all the things that Brad has done. Just, wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. We're gonna put ourselves in. Yeah, right. <laughs> next so anyways, episode. Next episode. Yeah, top they, ten yeah. reasons Brad would make a horrible savior. <laughs> Um, listeners, we love that you love our show. Share our show. Let people know about it. Um, uh, rate us and review us. Brad and I are happy to read um, to read excellent comments. We're also happy to read you guys are morons and stop sucking air right now. I will I will probably ignore that one, but I mean, you know, we we appreciate honesty. Let we us might, know we, how we're we doing. Might agree with you. Like we I might agree with you. Just, yeah, right. Like, yeah. I tell my yeah. kids to lean in. It's like you're stupid. <laughs> like somebody says you're stupid. They'd be like, yeah, I know. I know, man. Yeah, yeah. I've I've known that for a while. Yeah. Um, but uh, email us menchurchstuff at gmail.com. Um, let us let us know some show requests, ideas that you guys have for uh for shows that that uh, you know episodes that you want us to to man, talk, talk about more or, or about topics. Numbers. Yeah, right. Yeah. Days two. <laughs> Anyways, Brad, I love you, buddy. I love you too. <laughs> Listeners, we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.